<laughs> it was so anyway i don't know why that dawned on me that but he does it twice like he does it like when he first crosses the line to you know the the police tape line the crime scene tape and then he does it as soon as he gets in the house and both times it's just like whoop whoop okay you saw my badge i'm here i'm i'm technically F- i'm i'm fbi i belong here the the one thing i will say to defend that as only really in this episode though is mm-hmm. i'm assuming most of those cops already know him probably like, like because this one is, is a little bit more closer to home versus some of the other stuff sure it is it's local pd versus um you know be, traveling to another state <laughs> yeah sure and uh we also get um i think like the third dana scully apartment in the series so far like i don't think her apartment has been the same no this is a different this is a very different apartment yep so um so whatever money she's making is is just (laughs) helping her just get rack up as many places to live as possible she apparently moves a lot yep um but the the little scene of uh, Mulder going around her apartment and seeing different pieces of evidence uh, that the cops are taking pictures of, and then little flashbacks of Dwayne Barry abducting her, are, is a pretty well put together scene. So um, yeah, that happens, and then uh, Mrs. Scully. Uh, Scully's mom, Margaret, shows up and, you know, Mulder goes over to talk to her and she's like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, I I had this dream that she was taken away and I was going to call her and tell her about it. But, you know, she doesn't believe those kinds of things. Um, So there's maybe something going on there. Um, Then it cuts to the next morning and Mulder is in this meeting and it's him, and it's Skinner, and it's Krychek, and it's a couple other rando um, FBI bigwigs, and it's uh, the goddamn smoking man, <laughs> who we'll get to it, but the smoking man really steps up in this episode, uh, takes a big step towards being like the villain of the series. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he really steps out this episode. Um and basically, uh, during this meeting, uh, Mulder is like, well, you know, uh, the, the logical explanation is that, you know, Dwayne Barry took her. But the question is, like, how did he even know where to find her? Probably somebody told him. But, oh, yeah, by the way, Scully had this piece of metal that she said was an alien homing ch- or that Dwayne Barry said was an alien homing device. And so maybe he really did find her because aliens and Skinner's like, just come on, go home. Like you're way, you have, you're too close to this. Yep. Go, guy, go go home. home. Just yeah, get some sleep. And he says to Krychek, he goes, make sure he goes home. And out in the hall, Mulder's like, all right, you know what? He, you know, he says to Krychek, all right, um, Look, uh, let me borrow your car. And um, so uh, we cut away for a little bit and we go to. Um, oh, wait, am I missing? No, he. Yeah, okay. No, he does. Um, 
Because I was going to say, I think this happens later. Uh, Which piece? When Mulder... Does Mulder go home or does he borrow his car and go to the senator's office? For, let me check this. Wait, I have the synopsis. Yeah, you just, oh, no, you that happens later. It, yeah. I was going to okay. say, you watched this last night. I watched it like five days ago, I think. I know. I watched it last night. And like I said, I should have taken notes. There's so much going on. Um, so, yeah, Mulder leaves. And then we get a scene. You know, Dwayne Barry, he's in Scully's car. And Scully's in the trunk. And he's in Virginia. And he gets pulled over. And, you know, the officer goes up to the car. And he's like, you know does this cop thing let me see your driver's license everything and Dwayne Barry's like don't stop Dwayne Barry <laughs> don't I gotta be go I I really have to go and uh where are you going I don't I, know I don't know that I'll, I'll just I'll know when I get there but I really have to be going so just just give me my ticket and uh let me leave and then Scully in the trunk makes a lot of noise and the cop is like get out of the car and Dwayne Barry shoots the cop but um, obviously the cop has a dash cam and it all gets caught on dash cam. So uh, that's when we go to Mulder looking at the dash cam footage from the cop at, back at FBI headquarters. And he realizes that Scully is in the trunk because uh, the cop opened the trunk or Dwayne Barry opened the trunk because uh, he was mad at Scully. Um and it got caught on the cop's dash cam. So it's it's one of the few times, too, where they did the whole enhance the footage, but it didn't make it clear. It was just super grimy and pixely. Yeah, but she was still super no, like you could, obviously. No, you could still tell. Yeah. It was just funny, like, when there, he was like, no, enhance there, print it off. And it's, like, the most pixelated version, whereas, like, normally in a lot of these sure. in a lot of films and TV where yep. they... Somehow it's like, if you enhance the photo, it's still going to be crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least this time they made it so, like, you, it still looks like an enlarged, blurry photo versus, yes. um, yeah, crystal clear. So, and that's when, uh, you know, they're trying to figure out, he's like, well, let's see, that was on this highway in Virginia, and then he starts listening to some tapes of Dwayne Barry and Dwayne Barry says something like ascend to the stars and Mulder's like ascend to the stars. Why do I know that? Why do I know that? And finally he jumps up and he goes and he gets a phone book. Again, this is another one of those moments of like of Mulder just shooting like just yes. the, like the craziest theory because he, he opens the phone book yeah. from the phone book. Yeah, he's like, I found this ad for like a it's Skyland theme, Mountain Skyland. Resort. Yeah, it's just like wow, that is the that is such a jump. But they're just it's, gonna roll with it. It's so weird, and it's so like you're right. It's a super random jump, and he's like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Because, yeah, it is. He just goes, ascend to the stars. Why do I know that? Ascend to the stars. Ascend. And then he just jumps up and grabs the phone book. And I'm like, that's so weird. Um, And he's like, okay, great. That must be where he's going. That's, you know, Dwayne Barry said he was going back to where he was originally abducted. That's where he's got to be taking her. So, come on, Crycheck, Let's go. You're going to come with me. 
go down and get a car and I'll meet you down in the parking lot. And uh, Krychek calls the smoking man and he's like, uh, look, um, he, he thinks that uh, he thinks that they're going to Skyland Mountain. Um, I'll, I'll try to stall him. I'll try to make sure that they get there before he does and that he doesn't stop them. So, you know, I'll, I'll hold him up. So, Krychek, not a good guy. Not a good guy at all. And, well, for now. Huh? There's a, there's a scene late. Well, it's later on, but makes me feel. But you already know the answer. We'll get there. Uh, mm. we'll, we'll get to that point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just based on him talking to the smoking man anyway. You well, get yeah. this idea that he's not, not a good guy. Not a good guy. Not a good guy right there. Yeah. So, uh, the, uh, some driving scenes in there on their way to Skyland Mountain. Mulder. Scully almost, ki- uh, Mulder almost killing them by falling yep. asleep at the wheel. Falls asleep at the wheel, almost gets them run over. And I know it's stunt driving, but anytime I see something like that in a, in a film where like somebody narrowly avoids getting creamed by a tractor trailer, I'm always like, <laughs> I do one of those just because I do have like that fear of being creamed by a tractor trailer. <laughs> so, um, were you ever one of those? I don't know if you ever watched the movie, but did you did you ever see Final Destination? Yep. Or the second one? No, yes, Final Destination Two. Yep, and you so, can't you cannot follow a logging truck after watching yeah. that movie. You just can't. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's it's the same thing with, um, you know, those car carriers uh, that have the big, like, you know, in your head yeah. that those cars are like chained on there real good. But at the same time, you're like, what if that car just kind of rolls off the back of that truck? It's like a Mercedes just comes careening at you. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. So uh, they get to the mountain and Mulder is talking to an employee he's like you know you ever seen this guy and he's like yep he came through here about 45 minutes ago i wanted to go to the top of the mountain but uh, the sky cars you know we only just replaced the cable i wouldn't let him ride them like i told him he had to drive and Mulder's like well you're gonna let me ride the sky cars and the guy's like no i'm not and Mulder's Mulder basically pulls his gun on the guy. Like, he doesn't take like, it yeah, all Yeah, you are. But he unstraps his holster and goes, you're going to let me ride the tram. This so, whole this whole bit, I could not help but just laugh at. Yeah, it's it's a little bit trying to be James Bond. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's... And also, this is another random thought I had watching this episode... The guy, of course, Mulder goes and gets on the train, the the sky car, and basically the whole thing is like, we didn't, we haven't finished testing the system. We just replaced all the cable. We don't know if it's gonna hold. Don't drive the car over fifteen miles an hour. And of course, Mulder pushes immediately it always the thirty. <laughs> if it's not supposed to be driven over fifteen miles an hour, why do you why put does in that the option? For, yeah. <laughs> Like if they're gonna like when we're driving our cars, if they're gonna tell us the speed limit is sixty five, why does my car go to one hundred and twenty? <laughs> you know that kind of. 
So the, this whole scene of like Mulder going up and he's like rushing and the, he's like, oh no, you gotta slow down. The the operator at the bottom is like, Don't, you gotta slow down. You can't, all that kind of stuff. And you're gonna go over, if you go over the ribs over 15, you're gonna fly right off. Yep, you can't hit the tower going that fast. And basically it's at this point that Krychek, uh, Mulder gets almost all the way to the top because he's speeding. And basically Krychek's plan here is to bash the guy over the head and shut the whole system down so Mulder is stuck dangling from this sky car but Mulder decides to use the hatch up to the roof and try to climb his way um to I'm not really sure how he planned on getting there exactly. Like if he was going to probably go... like to get to the tower, the, the closest tower and then climb down from there. Probably. And then like hike the rest of the way. Um, yeah. But here's my thing. Like, so he gets on top of that and, and then Crychek 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 starts, just starts, starts up again. Why not throw it in? I, it might not have that option, but I'm assuming he probably does. Why not throw it in reverse? That's a good question because I actually because he could have just done that. Yeah, he could have just made the car go the other direction. Yeah, and, and then he's kind of forcing right farther in the middle from the. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't have a reverse. Maybe the reverse option is only from that control box in the car. Maybe I don't know. Like I, I was a little confused because I'm pretty sure those can go in reverse. Yeah, I think maybe, though, like, the part Krychek was running was, like, the whole cable and, like, the car, maybe the motors on the thing attached. I don't know. I have no idea. But that is a good question I did not think of. Why didn't Krychek just put it in reverse? <laughs> uh, Mulder gets to the top of the mountain. He finds Scully's car. Um, realizes that Dwayne Barry and Scully are not in it, and then sees a, an aerial vehicle, which sounds a little bit like a helicopter. Um, and that's one of the things we'll talk about, because, uh, well, we'll get there. And, you know, bright light and everything, and finds Dwayne Barry just, like, freaking out. He's like, yes! I knew it! They, they're never gonna take me again! And Mulder's like, you know, obviously Mulder's like, where is Scully? Where, where is Scully? And he's like, they took her! They told me they'd take her instead of me, and they did, and they're never gonna take me again! And, uh, so, uh, basically, uh, Mulder takes Dwayne Barry into custody, and he's interrogating him, back at the ski lodge because they they don't take him like all the way away they just take him into the ski lodge and he's like all right <clears throat> did you kill scully and Dwayne barry's like no i told you like they took her and he's like you saw them took her you saw them take her you saw the thing in the sky and surprisingly Mulder doesn't believe scully was abducted by aliens yeah Mulder says i saw a helicopter like canvassing the area and I, that's one of those things where like all of a sudden you're like okay what happened to Scully here like you do begin to wonder what happens to Scully and it's at this moment Dwayne Barry goes 
no, no, it was them. They know, like, the military made a deal. And then standing over Mulder's shoulder is Krychek and two dudes in black suits. And Mulder obviously doesn't see them. They're over his shoulder. And uh, Dwayne Barry goes, there they are, there they are. Ask them, ask them, they're right. And, of course, by the time he turns around, they're gone. They've walked away. They're not standing there anymore. And Mulder flips out and like start and talk about uh, a little bit of pre- uh, police brutality in the news. Mulder just starts strangling Dwayne Barry. Yeah, goes He's to just, town. He loses it and he just starts strangling this dude. But he does stop himself. He doesn't kill him, and he leaves the room and he says, "Don't let anybody in there." Nobody, nobody's talking to that dude. Just wait. <clears throat> and, and oh, by the way, have you been out here alone the whole time? And of course, Crychek says, "Yeah, just me." And so uh, Mulder walks away, and a little bit later, he comes back, <clears throat> and Crychek is in the room talking to Dwayne Barry, and Mulder's like, "Get out here." Get out of here! What did I tell you? Nobody talks to him. And Crychek's like, he would. I, 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 I heard him like coughing and choking. Like I thought he was choking. I went in to see if he was okay. I brought him some water. And um, <clears throat> in, at this point in time, Skinner arrives with a, a little bit of backup. And Skinner, of course, is like Agent Mulder. You didn't obey my orders. You know. And Mulder's like, yeah, I know. And uh, a couple of agents go in to take Dwayne Barry away. And he actually is choking to death. Um, And he dies. That's, you know. So uh, the next morning, they're having a... uh, They're going to have, of course, a hearing. But first... Mulder is at uh, the the coroner's office in Quantico and he attempts to uh, question the doctor who performed the autopsy autopsy and she's like sorry I can't tell you anything about that it was done by the military not by the FBI so you don't get you know military has jurisdiction you don't get to know anything about his autopsy sorry I'm burping um so then uh, Mulder's like, that's weird. <laughs> and he goes, um, this is the part I was talking about earlier. He, uh, Krychek is, is talking to the smoking man in his car. And, of course, the smoking man is there smoking, putting cigarettes out in the ashtray. Cause the smoking like an man, asshole. Yeah. And, of course, apparently the smoking man doesn't smoke all the way down to the filter because he goes through a lot of cigarettes <laughs> he goes through a lot and only like smokes half like half the stick yeah um and this is a point this is a very early point in the series because it comes up uh, amongst fans quite a bit um you know wouldn't it just be easier to kill Mulder if he's such a problem and basically they address that here. The smoking man is Crychek's like, you know, we could just kill Mulder. And the smoking man is like, no, like if you kill Mulder, you're going to take one man's 
crazy little crusade and you're gonna make him into a martyr like his crazy little crusade like other people will take interest and if it's just him we can handle it but if it's more people like that's a problem so they they kind of get out of the way that the the smoking man isn't just gonna kill Mulder um and there's like a moment like the I don't know there might be a moment like where Alex may have like is just thinking he's fucking dumb like yeah. just kill him yeah like yep. like alex is all about just ending this now yeah Crycheck thinks it's just the easiest thing in the world like i could just <laughs> i could do it you want me to do it it's like it's like the scene in austin powers when scott just goes i have a gun in my room i could go <laughs> get it right we could shoot him together it would be fun <laughs> just yeah so um but no uh so uh Mulder and Krychek uh Skinner Mulder tells his story to Skinner and Skinner's like uh so yeah by the way can you account for these these you know marks on his neck and Mulder's like yep uh I I lost control he was not, you know, he was not sitting still. I tried to restrain him. I, I got upset. I started strangling him. But then I let him go. And, like, he was alive when I left him. I talked to him. Krychek went and talked to him. Like, he can back up my story. And Skinner's like, I know he can. That's why you both have to take a lie detector test. Um, and this is the part I was talking about earlier. Mulder's like, all right, before that, let me borrow your car, Krychek. I got to go visit Senator Matheson. He doesn't tell uh, Krychek that, but that's who he goes to see. Yeah. Uh, but when he goes into the senator's office, X is just there waiting for him in a staircase, which is... Which, which I still don't get. We've talked about this before. These guys, Deep Throat and now X, apparently just stand in weird places waiting for Mulder to show yeah. up. Yeah. They just figure they know exactly where he's going to be at some point in time. He's just, at last minute, Mulder goes, let me borrow your car. I got to go see a guy about a thing. And then when he gets there, X is just there. And he's like, like, what up? (laughs) He's like, he can't help you now, Mr. Mulder. Like, nobody can help you here. Um, Like, um, basically, uh... Yada, yada, yada. You know, all these men, their whole, um, their whole mode, uh, their whole thing that they do is just deny, deny, deny everything. So, you know, I can't get you any more information and you can't find anything else. It's kind of a pointless scene almost. Like, uh, I, I want to see like an alternate cut version of this scene. Or any of those scenes where like X or Deep Throat are just hanging out, and like the wrong person shows up, but they still like it's like they can't. No one can help you now. Mo- oh Around shit! The corner, not, yeah. He's just like he's not here, Mister. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Yeah, sorry. You go about your day. Go 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 about your day. <laughs> Another person coming down the hall. You're, there's no answers for you here, Mr. Mulder. Oh, sorry, you're not Mulder. No, oh, sorry, sorry. Let me just let me scoot over and let you by with that garbage can there. 
Or like, or like when uh, D, when uh, Mulder and Scully go to find the extra like aliens in those tanks, and Deep Throat's in the dark and is in the mm-hmm. gr- in, in that uh, outpost, and Deep Throat, what if some random guy just showed up to like sweep up the place, and he comes out, he's like, they're gone, Mul- oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So weird. But anyway, this is when Mulder he goes back out to the car. And he's sitting there, and he notices, like, the ashtray is, like, halfway open. And he, like, looks in, and, of course, he finds cigarette butts. Um, And so, this is when he puts together, he's like, wait, Krychek doesn't smoke. And so, basically, the next scene is just, he's in his office, he's in Skinner's office, and Skinner is looking at a report, and Skinner's like, these are some pretty serious accusations agent Mulder like do you have anything to to back this up and Mulder's like well uh you know um he's like you know you're accusing a, a, another FBI agent of of murder and interfering in an investigation and taking orders from an outside entity and Mulder's like well let's start with this and he holds up the the cigarette butt in a bag he goes I found that in Krychek's car he doesn't smoke uh but your your buddy there that's always here smokes that kind of cigarette. And let's talk about how Krychek was the last person to see that Skyway operator alive. And he was the last person to see Dwayne Barry alive and this and that. And so Skinner's like, all right, give me a sec. And he does his little intercom thing. And he's like, I need to see Agent Krychek in here right now. And they wait a minute and they have a little bit of conversation and Skinner gets a phone call and he picks it up. It doesn't even say hello, by the way. He picks up yeah. his phone. It's, it's a weird scene. I'm watching. He picks up his phone, puts it to his ear and just holds it there for a minute and then goes, yeah, and hangs it up. I'm like, what? Didn't even acknowledge that he was. Anyway, the point is, he goes, uh, Agent Krychek didn't show up for work this morning, and his home phone has been disconnected. So, bye, Mulder. (laughs) 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 Which is basically what he, he doesn't say that exact thing, but it's basically what he says. And Mulder's like, that, that, that's it? And Skinner's like, yeah, like, uh, what do you want me to do? And Mueller's like, damn, like, who are these people? Like, how can they just kill people and get away with it? And they don't answer to anybody. And he goes to leave and Skinner's like, wait, just hold up. And Mueller's like, oh, the hell with you. And Skinner's like, no, listen, look, you're right. Like, they, this is not okay. This is not good. They shouldn't be able to get away with this. And... So that's why right now, effective immediately, I'm reinstating the X-Files because it's the thing whoever these people are, are afraid of the most. Go do the X-Files. And so Mulder leaves and outside he runs back into, or I guess he has a meeting with, he doesn't just randomly run into her, but he meets up with Margaret, uh, Scully's mom. 
And she's like, you know, I had another one of those dreams that Dana was being taken and I couldn't help her. And Mulder's like, I, I'm, I'm really sorry, Mrs. Scully. Like, I, I don't have anything new to tell you. Like, I promise I'll find her. And then he hands, I forgot to mention this earlier, but in the trunk of the car, he found Scully's gold cross that she wears around her neck. And he hands it to Mrs. Scully and he goes, you know, I... I I never understood that necklace. Like, you said it yourself. Like, she doesn't believe in any of that stuff. Why does she wear a cross on her neck? And Mrs. Scully's like, because I gave it to her for her 15th birthday. And then she hands it back to Mulder. And she says, when you find... She doesn't even say if, which is really... She goes, you know, when you find her... get her. Well, Mulder says, don't you, don't you want to hang on to that? And she goes, no. When you find her, give it back to her. And then the episode ends, Mulder just kind of walking out into the woods and staring at the stars. And I did forget one thing. I just remembered just now. We've been talking about Scully this whole episode. There is like an abduction scene involving Scully where uh, they kind of, it's earlier on, um, Scully is like in a bright white room and they attach something to her belly and it inflates it. And it's kind of how they got her pregnant belly in the shot basically was they do some, the aliens do. It was a very bizarre scene. It's like, yeah, huh. but it, aliens do weird experiments on people. Like there is a scene that you can lots see. Lots of like, butt stuff. Yeah. Lots of butt stuff. <laughs> Only this was like. That inflation, they like, it looked like it was like over her belly button and like blew her stomach up or something. It was weird. But so, but Dwayne Barry says she was abducted by aliens. There is a scene that shows, but I think it was something maybe Mulder was imagining. Like the episode didn't make it clear if that was something really happening to her or if it was something Mulder was kind of thinking in his head. Right. Um, and Mulder sort of didn't seem to believe that she had been taken by aliens. He just seemed to believe she was taken by somebody. Um, I guess further episodes will figure out whether or not his opinion on that changes. But as of right, and apparently the smoking man is involved somehow because Krychek and the smoking man uh, did conspire about this whole scully thing so there's there's a lot of things going on but um i've been saying it up to this point and uh hopefully everybody can see it now if they're kind of watching along with the show for the first time this is one of the more interesting ways i've ever seen a character be written out of the show temporarily due to an actor's pregnancy <laughs> It makes sense because most of the time, yeah. Because most of the time, what they'll, especially these days, they'll um, they'll just like mm -hmm. whatever the last episode that character's in, mm -hmm. uh, before they before they leave, they then have an immediate like they've been hit by a car and died or I can tell so, you or one kidnapping. Of the like I can tell you one of the worst ones I've ever seen. It's <laughs> and it's actually from a show I really like, but it's one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Do you remember uh, the season of How I Met Your Mother when um, Allison Hannigan got pregnant and one there's one episode 
where oh, yeah. they're at the bar and Barney tells like the worst joke ever and Lily gets up and walks out of the bar and then uh, Bob Saget's Ted voice says, and we didn't see your Aunt Lily for a while and then you just yeah. don't see her for like four episodes. It's I'm like, I like you how I met your mother, but that is one of the worst ways I've ever seen a it's character. A very lazy one. <laughs> this literally... Scully was abducted by somebody. She was taken away by aliens or the military. Something has is happening to Scully. This literally changes the entire show from here on out. <laughs> like yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to remember how many episodes she's gone at this point. Let me. It was relatively short if I remember correctly, like they may have taken a filming break or something. Uh, The next episode she's not in. She may have been gone like two or three episodes. Okay. She's only gone for one episode. She comes back in two episodes. So I don't know if they took like a filming break or whatever. Um, but she was gone a relatively short amount of time. But it, anyway, uh, let's do final thoughts and letter grades, I guess, on Ascension. I really liked it. Uh, like you said, I like knowing that this was when she was pregnant and this is a good way for her to be written off so she could mm-hmm. have, have a baby and hang out yep. with a baby. Definitely yeah. the more creative aspects of it that actually does fuel... Uh, mm-hmm. in the season I honestly don't really have anything negative to really say uh, solid A like A yeah solid A yeah uh, pretty much I've said like I said this is one of the cooler ways it is um, I'm looking at the production notes here online um, some of the other things that looked like they were going to go with didn't seem as interesting like ideas such as having scully give birth to an alien baby were dismissed and ultimately the writers decided to work around the pregnancy by closing the x-files separating Mulder and scully and having her abducted this permitted the producers to have an explanation for scully's absence uh both the censors and the producers were reluctant on showing scully in the trunk uh blah 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 yeah it i think it's uh, one of the better ways to it's a strong episode number one it gets the x-files back in after they uh back started up after they had been shut down for a little bit um it quite literally changes i mean it, it it's not something obviously that comes up every episode from here on out the fact that scully but um folks may or may not recall the 10th and 11th seasons which are very recent like within the past four years or so uh, i think season not uh, season 11 was 2018 and season 10 was 2016 maybe so they're very very recent and those seasons had things going on that still hinged entirely on this episode having taken place so yeah yeah uh solid a again for me uh it's like a really great episode i don't it's 
in terms of being important. I don't necessarily consider it one of my favorite episodes, and some of those are still yet to come this season. But yeah, it's holiday. Yeah, it's. I, I'm very stoked to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. More so, more so, and more, more, and more. It's definitely been more interesting. What's been going on? I'm mm-hmm. down. I was just let's do it. Let's yep. get let's see next what week's episode, very simple to remember. It's titled Three. Cool. The number three, not even the word three. The number three. <laughs> so and I'm trying to remember uh, what one. I know it's a monster of the week episode. What is this episode about? I can't even. I remember the next episode, uh, One Breath, because that's the one where Scully comes back. I'm trying to remember what three is about. Uh, uh, three is okay. Like, it's not gr- It's a. It's a kind of a filler waiting for Scully to come back. <laughs> So, just prepping everybody right now. It's it's okay. It's alrighty. Not like a, a an all timer or anything like <laughs> that. All right, that's it for this week. Goodbye, everybody. Later. The FBI's Most Unwanted is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. Find the flagship Two Broke Geeks podcast wherever you download podcasts or online at twobrokegeeks.com. You can find the Atomic Geekdom Network at atomicgeekdom.com. Our artwork is by Justin Kowalski. You can find him on Twitter at J underscore Rocka. Our theme music is by Tony Longworth. You can find him on Twitter at Tony Longworth or on Facebook, Tony Longworth, Dark Composer. You can help out the podcast by subscribing and leaving us a review. Thanks.